Hey, I'm Terry Molinero, and I believe that we as the body of Christ are here for such a time as this. I love to say this, blessed to be a blessing, that we are called to be a light. And look, friends, if we don't do it, if we aren't the light, who's gonna be the light? The body of Christ has always been a house of action. And hey, who says we can't have some fun along the way? Terry, it's Ryan Seacrest. You're in broadcast. I'm trying to be in broadcast. There's something in common. Good luck to you at Seacrest House. This is the Church Hacks Podcast. Welcome back to the Church Acts podcast. Thank you so much for all the encouragement and all the support that you've been sending me recently. I love when people are like, you know what? Thank you so much. I got a lot out of that. And I know that the last episode was, I don't really want to use the word academic, but it was something that I think not a lot of people have heard. Stolen Authority, if you haven't heard the episode, definitely go back and check it out because it was something that the Holy Spirit kind of... um of blew my mind with as well. Like I started to think about it too. And uh, the more that, the more that I did, it was definitely like a thought stir. And like the more that I did, the more that a uh, more understanding came and then, you know, getting into the word. Um, I think that it confirms that. So yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely do that. Thank you so much to everyone as well um, who have been like subscribing recently. Thank you so much to everyone who rated the podcast as well. It's kind of weird. It's like that ask thing and it's not like a salesy thing, but I feel like it is when I ask people to, you know, to subscribe and to like rate it five stars because, you know, I'm asking something of someone and I don't want people to think that I'm just here for the purpose of, you know, what I can, what I can get because really I'm here showing up every other week, you know, what I can give to you, what I can give to people. Hopefully we can all grow together. If you have though, and you haven't subscribed, you haven't, uh, you know, rated the podcast, left a review. If you could do that, that just really helps me. That is like the currency of podcast world. It just, it is what it is. We can blame Tim Cook or whoever invented podcasts way, 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 way back in the day. It definitely wasn't Tim Cook, but there you go. Apple podcast there. So this is what I want to talk about today. The stories we tell ourselves, that's the podcast uh, titled for today. I think what we think about really matters. More importantly than just thoughts, though, I think that the stories we start to form and craft about what we are experiencing or what we've been through are extremely, extremely important. I don't have a psychotherapist on the show today, but uh, if I did, I'm sure that they would tell you the same thing that, hey, what we think about. What we tell ourselves, no matter how seemingly small those things might be, they really matter and they add up. The Bible says it in a few different ways, but in uh, Proverbs 23, 7, it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. It's been said, you know, for a man thinks in his heart, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Full context, if we back it up a verse and read the verse after together, it reads, do not eat the bread of a miser, nor, nor desire his delicacies. Do you know any misers out there? For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. The morsel you have eaten, you will vomit up and waste your pleasant words. So if you are unfamiliar with the word miser, the definition is a person who hoards wealth and spends as little money as possible. So if we take those three verses in context, it's basically saying, No matter what someone is saying on the outside, what's on the inside is what really matters. And what is on the inside is what really counts. What stories are you telling yourself on the inside today? 
What stories have you been telling yourself over and over and over again for the last few years or maybe your entire adult or teen life as a man or a woman thinks in his heart, remember the Bible says, so are they. This morning I was reading some news articles just scrolling when I found one that spoke about um, Robin Williams. Sadly, he committed suicide on August 11th, 2014, which I cannot believe is almost like it's almost 10 years ago, not too far, just about a year away from the 10 year mark. The article was talking about a shift that people noticed in him professionally on the set of Night at a Museum number two. They were contrasting the difference in him between filming like the first and second movies in that series. See, on the outside, he was the guy who plays, you know, like the fame Mrs. Doubtfire, like, hello, you know, he was the guy who made everyone else around him laugh and feel valued. That was the story that we would say if we were asked to describe him, I'm assuming, you know, or if the people that actually knew him described him. But the story that was happening in his mind led him to eventually take his life. Now, I personally, of course, did not know him, so I can't say for sure. But people who are completely fine and not hurting in my limited experience are not the ones that randomly take their lives. You're not living an incredible life on the outside and then you just take your life. Maybe that could happen. But from the situations that I've heard about, that's usually not the case. There's usually something there that uh, people were either aware or insidiously not aware of. I was listening to a podcast actually the other day when a lady called in just, it was really sad to listen to. She was like emotionally broken because her husband of, I believe it was like 27 years, killed himself. The lady literally called in the show and said that she felt guilty because maybe she could have done something differently. See, she was caught off guard because what she saw on the outside and what she experienced as, you know, her husband and family man or whatever was a different story than what was actually going on the inside of this man's brain. This show today is not on suicide. Those were examples that came up recently that really helped to really paint this picture. The idea that what we tell ourselves in our minds, it matters. Henry Ford said, hey, if you believe that you can or if you believe that you can't, you're right. So let me ask you that question again right now. In all the facets and the parts of your life, as complicated as life can be, what story or stories have you been telling yourself? Here's the interesting thing, right? Not all stories are accurate biographies, right? Stories can be interpreted. They can be left to our imagination. They can be crafted. Depending on where your thoughts are at, they can have a major impact on your life and the life that you go on to lead and experience. So why talk about it? Where do these thoughts even really come from for this podcast and this show? Well, I was talking with a friend, and as I think back now for decades, actually, as I've had these conversation, I hear, uh, conversations, I hear people talk to me about their life. I see the circumstances, the hard times, the struggles, the difficulty, but then I hear the way that those people start to speak about their lives and their circumstances. Uh, one that immediately comes to mind you might be able to uh, relate to this depending on what point in time you are, uh, you know, you're experiencing in your life, like how old you are. <clears throat> Pardon me. But uh, I remember a few years ago, I was at the mall and there was, I think I've even shared this story in the podcast before, but that's okay. Um, there were people around my age. I think we were like mid to like, yeah, like mid, late 20s or so. And we were at the mall 
and we start talking about real estate. And this happens all the time, right? Uh, especially these days, because real estate has just shot up and it's so expensive and it just seems like it's unachievable for a lot of people these days. And uh, I remember just listening to people, oh, you know, I'm never going to be able to. And they're starting to say all these things like they're young, right? They have their whole life ahead of them and they're going, I'll never be able to buy a house. I'll never be able to do all these things. Oh, oh, it's just so hard. It's just so terrible. All these different things. And I thought to myself, listen, like I literally told them in that thing. I'm like, nope, not me. Listen, I know that if that is something that I want to do, I know that it is possible. It might be more difficult, but we are smart here. We have brains. God has given us wisdom and talents, and I'm sure we could figure it out. So here you have the exact same circumstance, right? People wanting to buy a house, but two very different interpretations of that because of the stories that everyone's telling themselves in their mind. One is it's impossible because of their perspective. The other one with myself in this example, not to try to build myself. That's not up. Like that's not the purpose of why I'm bringing this up. But I said, Hey, listen, uh, if this is what I want, I'm sure I could figure it out. It's just the perspective. It's the story that I tell internally. Have you ever heard uh, someone say things like, Oh, it's just my life. When something wrong happens, no one actually ever says that when something good happens, like, Oh, it's just my life. Life is great again. No, it's usually negative. Oh, that's just my life. Or this always seems to happen to me or I can't get ahead. I know um, Dave Ramsey to try to bring him into another show. He'd be like, Eeyore is their spirit animal. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, or if they're really trying to mask it, maybe they blame like someone else like, oh, the government, you know, like they look at um, I was going to say food prices, but that might actually be accurate to the government. I don't know. But uh, they look at a situation like, oh, the government, I got a flat tire. Oh, the government, you know, with these roads and whatever. Um, or, oh, my parents are, oh, you know, like the financial state. I hear people do this like all the time. But on the other side, someone could have gone through something terrible. But the story that they chose to tell themselves, the narrative that they chose to participate on instead of being down and out and oh, you know, discouragement, oh, anger, all this stuff. Instead, it could fill them with hope. It can fill them with perseverance. So I was talking with my friend, my friend's friend or whatever, right? And all these things started to happen in their life. And in this instance, these things that happened affected me as well. So we were both being affected equally. And that person was having like a pity party, but it was weird. It was like, I shrugged it off and I instantly found the positive and I chose that day how I was going to interpret that story. Now, I do not always do this. Like there are times where I'm like, oh, I can't believe this isn't happening or I can't believe in this situation. But I'm just saying we have a choice. We were both given the same information, but how we chose to interpret that and how we cho chose to repeat it to ourselves in our minds really affected the outcome for both of us in different ways. Before I talk about how this practically can look in our day to day lives, let's actually jump into the Bible for an incredible example, 2 Corinthians 11, 25, verse 30, uh, to 11, chapter 11, verses 25 through 30, rather, it says, three times I was beaten with rods. You don't hear many people, uh, you know, knitting these things and hanging them on, or, on their wall, you know, three times I was beaten with rods. Okay, bro, <laughs> a little masochism there. Once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. 
I'm in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have often gone without food. I've been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak? And I do not feel weak. Who is led into sin and I do not inwardly burn? If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. Now, the context there is Paul's leaning on the ability of God's grace because when he is at his weakest, God's grace and power is released into his life. Now, let's just slow that down for one second. Stone. This dude was stone. Ship and not like stone like, you know, well, you know, (laughs) you know, he was like, stones were thrown at him okay shipwrecked being with rods people coming against him yet the story he told himself and the perspective that he had was not that of a victim but that god's powers manifested most when he is at his weakest point that god has always come through mightily even though all these terrible unexpected things kept coming up and into his life what an example that is for us. See, he knew God. He knew the grace of God would show up when he was weakest. So the narrative he told himself was not one of defeat, but through faith, the story he told himself was one of victory. Notice how the outward things in his life told a story that was like legit terrible, like stone. You know, we stub our toes and we go down for the count. This man was like stone, beaten with rods, um, you know, to bruise his bone, shipwrecked, once spending 24 hours at sea. All these things on the outward um, would paint a terrible story, like a terrible life, a miserable life. But on the inside, this man was locked in with the grace of God on his life. And that story, hear this, that story was what made it possible for him to go from grace to grace, greatly advancing the church of Jesus Christ. The other day I was driving and um, it was pretty crazy. I've never experienced this. There was like this freak hailstorm out of nowhere. You should have seen it. So I was coming out of like a, a store and all of a sudden within 30 seconds, these like large hailstones started coming down. People were driving their cars off the road, parking under trees, just wild. They were hitting my windshield so hard that I was borderline wondering. I'm like, oh, is this going to crack the windshield? I'm not worried because I drive an older vehicle. It's like, well, whatever happens, happens. But have you ever had your windshield cracked before? Very rarely does a little rock hit it and the whole thing just explodes. What happens is like a little tiny chip happens, which you can usually fill and take care of for cheap. But when you leave it unattended, what happens? That's right. The chip turns into a crack, then it grows and it grows and it grows. Now it like spans your entire windshield. That's exactly what happens with the narratives in our minds. Left unattended, you have serious things that will take place. People literally have formed their entire worldview lenses via the stories that they tell themselves and like easily this happens. This is where you have the feelings of being stuck even or uh, like the world is out to get you. These big things come from stories that have stemmed from experiences. Now all of a sudden you are looking for them and that's how you're going to be interpreting situations. Oh, that person cut me off. Oh, see all the world's out to get me, right? It happens naturally. It's a way that our minds actually... um. Not the negative, but, you know, our minds help us survive by doing this. Something happens, we interpret it as good or bad. We feel that way. The same thing happens. We know what to do. However, those thoughts can also be wrong. And that's where we get into trouble. This is why the, we need to have the mind of Christ. This is why the Bible talks about renewing our mind. Hello? 
I remember uh, being led to uh, work somewhere once. This is just a personal story and just honestly, not to get into too much detail, but I was taken advantage of and um, I was just, I was disrespected. So there I was, I felt stuck in that moment because on one hand, I honestly believed that I needed to be there at that time. But then on the other hand, I was feeling like I was mistreated, right? So the story that I told myself, oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck because I'm supposed to be here. So I'm not going to leave because I want to do what God has for me. But on the other hand, uh, I don't like this. I felt stuck. Thank God though, one day it just clicked in my mind. Listen, okay, Terry, you're here for a purpose. God has called you. This is my internal talk. I was like, God has called you to be here right here, right now in the timeline. However, at any point in time, you are free. You can walk out and leave. You are not in like a, a POW camp or whatever, right? You can just literally, no questions asked. You never have to see anyone here again, pick up and leave. The choice is yours. See, I reframed and rewrote the story that had been playing on in my mind. You're stuck, you're stuck, you're stuck. And freedom came because I was empowered, not stuck. So now I change from stuck to, listen, I'm on mission now. I'm on mission. I'm seeing things differently now. Okay, I understand that these situations are going on around me, but that's okay. This is part of the this is part of uh, part of the mission right here. We're going to move it forward in faith. How many people feel stuck in their relationships right now? Listen, the majority of divorces that take place, especially I would say amongst believers who have like the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, the strength of the Holy Spirit. Like this is sensitive topic, I know, but I believe that they don't need to be. But people told themselves stories. Ah, they'll never change. Ah. I want this instead. Oh, I, I deserve, I deserve better. What about the whole confidence thing? I never, I never get ahead because I don't speak out in meetings because I don't have anything important to say. So I, you know, I just put up with the nonsense because at least I have a job. That's a story that that person told themselves, or maybe someone was like heavier in grade school, right? And uh, heavier than their friends. Oh, I'll always be the heavier person. Listen, we live up to the expectations that we set for ourselves. I'm going to say that again. We live up, you and I, we live up to the expectations that we set for ourselves. Do you know what that means? If you expect yourself to be the dumb one, right, in any circle that you might enter or the fat one, and I don't mean to be like rude and insensitive, okay? Your mind is not going to go, oh, I think I need to study. Oh, I'm going to speak up because I'm the dumb one. No. Or, oh, you know, I think I need to work out. Or, oh, I think I maybe shouldn't order this pizza. Maybe I should have a salad instead. Identities are born out of that and actions follow. And then habits followed are personal internalized identities. Now, we have touched on a lot of negative sounding things. So there is that. Hopefully your day is not impacted by this. Remember stories, tell yourself. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that I have some really great news for you as well. Remember, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Not as it seems on the outside or as it seems in the environment. Listen, what you think about yourself inside your mind, it can be changed, not just for the worse, but for the better. You can rewire and retrain your brain. I remember there was this book, um, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Was it? Th I almost was thinking like Eat, Pray, Love, but that definitely that's I think that's a Julia Roberts movie. Um, think, Learn, Succeed. I think it's called. And she was saying that for a while, like people thought, okay, like once you have like these neural pathways, they can't be changed. But she was basically 
um, laying out the evidence that the mind is like a garden that can be pruned and things can be cut away and new stuff can grow in its place. So you can rewire and retrain your brain, says the people that are way smarter when it comes to cognitive science and stuff like that. This can lead us to identity-based habits and the right choices, and that's all part of it. But right now, let's zero in on the stories that we tell ourselves. What in life have you interpreted one way that you can change for the good? Listen, I'll be honest with you. I have some amazing people in my life, but I've, for whatever reason, been subjected to some extremely difficult relationships, and that is me putting it very graciously that I had to navigate both professionally and personally. You know, my story could have been, why does this happen to me? Oh my goodness, this is my life. Is there something on my back or whatever says that, hey, like give me a hard time, right? <laughs> um, and full transparency, there has been times too where it's like I've been thinking, like it's easy to sometimes default to that. But then listen, I choose to tell myself that I have been given a gift, that I've been thrown into the furnace time and time and time again is an opportunity to be refined to learn how to communicate under pressure situations, to learn how to navigate extremely delicate relational situations. I've learned how to keep the peace when there is extreme tension in the air. Um, I've learned that you do not have to be the over-the-top aggressive person to quote-unquote win an argument or to defuse something. You can actually, with peace, just bring peace into things and communicate things clearly and get your point across without you know, it being like a, a world war. See, this is the story I choose to tell myself. And it's an ongoing thing, you know, like 10 years from now, if I wanted to, I could be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, maybe you are just surrounded by these difficult people and that kind of sucks. And like, I bet your life would have been so much easier if blah, blah, blah. But why would I do that? Instead, I choose to tell myself, listen, Terry, you are a leader and you need to be sometimes as a leader thrown into uncomfortable situations. So, you can learn, you can grow so that you can help the people that are coming up behind you. See, that's another interpretation of a story. Listen, there are things that we go through in life that might require sitting down with a counselor, right? Spending a lot of time renewing, rewiring our mind and our thought processes. But the way you recall what happened, the way you choose to frame it in your mind, that's on you ultimately, because you have the power of interpretation. You have the power and ability to let that thing that that person said once hold you back, make you hesitate, or the ability to feel compassion for a weak person who would try and discourage you. A person out of their insecurity who would say something to you. A person who gets things done with excellence. Listen, friends, I've said it before on the podcast. There are people out there that are not going to be able to come with you on the journey, right? They didn't put in the work. They won't choose to live life small, not achieving what they could let them. That's their choice to make sure. Call them higher. And I know sometimes I have to work on this myself because I can be too intense about this. But as for you, as for me, we need to be careful how what we are telling ourselves or, you know, how we are remembering the things that happen to us and around us. We have incredible things to accomplish and incredible lives to live. But I'll tell you what. If we're going around recalling things, oh, I remember that one time when that happened and she said that and that guy did this, or I'll always be this type of person or whatever. If we keep self-sabotaging, oh boy, we are only making the journey that much more difficult. What happened was not up to you, right? I'm literally thinking of something right now that happened to me when I was like 
five or seven. I remember someone said something once. I was at a speech meet and the lady, they're just like making fun of my shoes and it like completely threw me off my game and I had like this amazing speech and I started to stumble at the beginning of it, right? Look at that, that's so ridiculous. For no reason, right? <laughs> that was not up to me, right? That was someone else's choice to do that and I get it, it's hard, right? It's raw, it's real. Your story could be much more worse than just someone throwing a random comment out. But the story that you tell yourself about yourself, that is up to you. The Bible calls you an overcomer. The Bible tells you that God's grace is sufficient in your weakness, that God has given you the ability to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, through God's grace, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work, the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the ultimate source of truth. That is what it says about you. But the choice is yours. The choice is mine. You might not have wrote the script like it is played out if you could do it all over again. And to be honest, like I wouldn't either. There's some things I would change. But the Holy Spirit partnered with you can be the director and change the flow of the movie going forward. Don't allow what they did to control the narrative. Don't allow fear. Don't allow anger. Don't allow hate and regret and unforgiveness and the enemy to come in and take control of the movie that is played on in your mind day after day, calling the shots, controlling decisions. The Bible says that God has not given you and I a spirit of fear. The Bible says that God has given us power, the mind of power, a mind of love. And listen to this, a sound mind. So it is a sound mind that I pray over you as you take the narrative back and start to control the stories in your mind. Not allow them to just branch off and run rampant. Now go out there, be a man and a woman who knows deep down that they have been called for a purpose for such a time as this. A man and a woman who doesn't just like sit around, but takes action, partner with the Holy Spirit. God bless my friends.